daily game plan for success. It's Sacks in the Morning. Steve Sacks. Hi, Steve Sacks here with Sacks in the Morning. Today is Tuesday, the 23rd of May. And today we're going to be talking about that old issue called the PEBCAC issue. This is an acronym. I think I've talked about it on the program before. But PEBCAC stands for, the acronym is... P-E-B-K-A-C, and that means that problem exists between keyboard and chair. So obviously, you know what that is, right? That's you yourself, you're at an office, you're working on the computer, and there's some major issues going on, and people want to look where they can throw the blame, all right? Well, usually, you don't have to look very far. So that's what we're going to talk about a little bit today. The first thing I want to talk about is the element of agency, So speaking about agency, I think this is one of the factors when people talk about personal responsibility in self-reliance is you have to have that personal agency, the ability to understand that you are the reason, you are the main and not necessarily the sole reason, but you are really the main reason that you are the main reason why things go a certain way in your life. You're the main reason why you are where you are now, and it's because of your personal agency, the ability to understand that. So one of the examples that I can give you is (laughs) I didn't realize this until much later in my life where I had this great example that my uncle had told me about, and it was about my dad. And his father, my grandfather, died when he was 18, 17, 18 years old. And he was a junior, senior in high school. And what he did was because he had seven siblings and his mother and the main breadwinner of the house had died. And so what he did, my dad quit school. And he went on to get three jobs, and all he did was work. He just worked and worked and worked because he wanted to keep the house. His father had bought a car, and he wanted to keep the car for the family, so they had a way to get around. And so he took on three jobs, again, quit school, got his diploma later on in his life. But I just thought that was a great example of somebody with a tremendous amount of agency to go out and get three jobs so the family wouldn't be disrupted. So they had a place to sleep and eat, and they had a car to drive in so they could go places. And this was something my dad did without anybody asking him, and he did this on his own because he had a lot of personal agency, and he knew that it was all going to be up to him because he was the straw that was going to stir the drink as far as what was going to happen with his family. And the thing I, I think I admired most about what he did was He didn't talk about it. He didn't say, oh, look what I'm doing. He didn't look for accolades or anybody to pat him on the back. He just did it, and that's what he was about. And another guy that I think about who was a teammate of mine, when I saw him in the minor leagues, I thought there's no way, and a lot of people thought there's no way that he's going to make it in the big leagues because his bat was not going to carry him. Pretty good defensive player, not the fastest guy in the world. But I can tell you what, Alvaro Espinoza, was the shortstop that I played with all three years when I was with the Yankees. And I can tell you, unequivocally across the board, besides Ozzie Smith, who I played with in the All-Star game and against, Alvaro Espinosa was the best defensive shortstop I ever played with besides Ozzie Smith in the short times I played with Ozzie. He was amazing and just an unbelievably talented player. And you know what? He also carried his weight with the bat. My three years with the Yankees, he was the shortstop. He was a really good offensive player as well because he'd spend hours and hours in the cages with our hitting coach, Frank Howard, and just really elevated his game as far as the offense can go. In 1989, my first year with the Yankees, here he is. He hit 282 as a shortstop, 
And that's pretty good in that era, and it's really good in this era too. And he continued to do well offensively, and he had to go through a lot of tough things. This guy was from Venezuela, so he's from a foreign country. His son, Jose, was at home, had a serious physical defect in his leg and could barely walk, and yet this guy would come to the ballpark every day, put that behind him, and be a professional like he was expected to be. He didn't blame anybody for it or whine about it. He just went out and did it. My hat's off to Alvaro Espinoza for really maximizing the type of a player that he was. So kind of looking at the thing in general, look, if you're walking around in your day and you walk into a jerk, <laughs> pretty unfortunate day that you had to walk into somebody like this. If you walk into two jerks, you might be thinking, man, this has really, really been tough on me to walk into two jerks in the same day. But if you walk into three jerks, chances are, you might want to look in the mirror because a jerk is probably you. And that is my short for today. If you like what you heard, give us a positive review, subscribe, and share. Also remember that the Sacks in the Morning swag is now available on my Instagram site. Go to Sacks in the Morning underscore podcast. You'll see it right there on the Instagram and just hit the link. Everything's there, mugs, hats, tumblers, you name it. Take advantage of it.